it. Let's tune into Brad and Brit. It is the Brad and Brit cast. First post Thanksgiving Brad and Brit cast. Hope you had a uh, a good one with your with your family or your friends or your pets or whoever you spend your holidays with. Enough of that. Yeah, yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, let me uh, let me let me just uh, 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 pick apart. And this is a long-standing thing I I have. It doesn't come up all that often, but you'll recognize it very very quickly. And it is the news, and, and we're not going to do every football game that we all got interested in over the weekend because we no. all have our own little thing. Sure. But the most delightful thing for me was the Dallas Cowboys collapsing and losing on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, who do they play? The Raiders, right? The, Raiders. the Las the Raiders. Vegas Raiders. I, and that's I've your been... favorite team. So that's a, that's a bonus for us. All right, so, right, so the, the, the thing comes most watched game since 1980. Well, right? no. It's, it's, 19, it's 1990. 1990. Is 1990. Okay, 1990. Yeah. So 33.3 million or so. Right. Now, do you know how many fewer people there were in this country oh. 30 fucking years ago to co- try to compare the raw number of people watching now to the raw number of people watching 30 years ago? Oh. It's bullshit. You can't oh. do that. You must adjust for the number no, of humans, there must be another 50 million fucking people in the country. So, yes, you would assume some of no. them are watching who did not exist. But there's a rate of attrition, too, so certain people have died. So you have to make the adjustment over the past 31 years. How many people have died versus how many people are born? What's the net? No, 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 Mr. Flunked Math. It's the total number of people. So what, what is your what is your actual bitch here? What is that churn? It's not the churn. So what's your what's your actual bitch on this? I don't. Nobody gets this. Nobody understands what you're talking. Everybody about. Everybody understands it. Only you don't understand. <laughs> you're it. talking about a share of the audience versus the actual. It wasn't a share, Brett. It's I, not a fucking share. They're talking about the number of viewers as a share as a share of the population is what you're fucking bitching about, which is stupid as shit. The raw number is the raw number, and it goes back 31 years that's it period zip end the story full stop now you're like complaining so what do you think what would you think the actual number should be what would you accept as the actual number i'm curious but you you don't give the the raw number the, the you know back in, in our radio days right it, it wasn't the number of listeners. It was the share that you had. It was the you beauty contest. You got your contest. bonus based on, Brent, what did we get our bonus based on? We got it on the, the share. The percentage of people in the universe, okay? Mm-hmm. So if there are, let's just, and I'm not, I'm not letting this one go. I'm going to beat this into your head, okay? You ready? There yeah. are now 330 million people in so this So this doesn't country. count. This doesn't wait, count. Wait, will you let me finish, you dick? <laughs> There are now 330 million people in this country. Yeah. If 33 million people were watching, that's yeah. really, you know, about one in 10 people, yeah. right? We're, we're watching. Mm-hmm. If 30 years ago, there were, say, 280 million people, mm-hmm. right? And 30 million people were watching. Guess what? That's a higher percentage of that number that existed then. We're watching then. You cannot compare the raw number 
and say, well, now more people watch it than ever before. Technically, yes, but it doesn't mean anything. It's a bullshit, pumped up lie. It's bullshit. It's like saying, it's like popular vote, right? No. It's popular vote compared now versus what Roosevelt got in 1942. That was always the claim. More votes than he's more popular than Roosevelt. Fuck, there are more people now (laughs) voting than there were when Roosevelt was. Well, that was a little bit, but it's not because the the Trump people always like to claim that more people voted for him than any other, you know, president that was elected president. And it means nothing. And it it was nothing. It was wrong. You got it. You got it. It was wrong. It was wrong partially because the person he ran against got more votes than him i mean that's that that was just an absolute fact both times that he ran that's wrong it's just wrong anyway (laughs) it's just period that's the population of the united states in uh 1990 was 249.6 million 249.6 now the pop hang on so the population is 30 what 30 some percent higher now than it was then so so let's let's do the math here if uh, only 25 million people were watching then, uh-huh. 30% of 25 yeah. is... B- 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 six. B- 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 it's about, about six. 70. Seven, yeah. Seven. Yeah, yeah. So, do you get it yet? Do you understand what no, I'm saying? I, so, you but you still... And this no, is why I, you flunked math. This uh, is no, why I didn't. you fuck math if you can't get this. <laughs> no, I, I, I got, you know, I got a degree just like you did from a fantastic university. Uh, with a strong 2.7 GPA, uh, my team didn't lose to Michigan over the weekend, my schools. But the, I mean, this may be what is pissing you off. What do you think the real number should be? So you, you just call bullshit on it, but you don't really have a solution for it. Like the real number should be what? But what should the real number be? I'm not telling you what the real number should be. The real real numbers. I'll, I'll, I'll help you out. I'll help you out. If, if we have... Whatever, whatever was the raw number of, of human beings who watched the show? I, I think they said 38 million. Is that what you're talking about, 38 million? Well, let's that let's reduce that by 30%. Since, as you say, you know, the population was was X amount. So, in fact, it, we take nine away. Only 29 or 28 million people saw this this football game on Thanksgiving Day. Would you accept that as a number? In in real terms. In real terms. Comparing apples to apples. Back, if you adjusted it backwards for yes. what the population was yes. then. Would you accept exactly. that? That's Would, how so, you have to do so it. So you're saying 29 million. So is that impressive or not impressive to you? That's by the way. That's why Roger Maris, <laughs> Roger Maris got the asterisk. Unfortunately, it, technically, it was accurate. He had way more games. He had what yeah. nine more games he had to more hit games. one more home run than Babe Correct. Ruth. So Correct. Babe Ruth was was still the home run king, wasn't he? Really? This is, this right? Is, this Come on. Is really, it's sad that you're pitching now for the asterisk. You're on the side of the asterisk. That's what you're doing right now. Is you're on the side of the asterisk I, for, for for statistical raw statistical reasons. Yes, the asterisk was. Right. And, and by the way, football football statistics now totally mean nothing. Running back statistics mean nothing. Of you can't compare people well, who are playing in 16, 17, 18 season games over their career versus guys who were playing in 12 and 14. I'll, I'll give you this much. I'll give you this right? one. When they talk about like, oh, Steph Curry has like. X number of wins in playoff games over anybody that's ever played the game. It's like, yes. oh my God, they they play 50 times more games in the playoffs than they did in the 70s right. and 60s. Of course. God, oh you're my getting, wait, you're getting it. Let me uh, you, you're you're right where I want you to be. Because when you watch the baseball playoffs, what do they do? They say, Well, Alex Rodriguez has the most hits in postseason 
of anybody ever, right? Well, that's because exactly. there are nine levels of playoffs that, that Ted Williams <laughs> exactly. never played in, that, that Joe DiMaggio never played in, that Pete Rose never played in. Exactly. So now you're getting it. Yeah, now you understand it. I'm I buying you a pizza. It. What do you want on your pizza? What do you want on your pizza? <laughs> Anything but pineapple. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, something of, of way less importance, and that is, of course, the strain of the the coronavirus is coming to kill us all. We didn't even know the word Omicron. A few days ago now, it is on everyone's lips. I believe it is, is pronounced Omicron. Uh, it rushes uh, to the imposed travel bans. There's a story in CNN. Uh, it has been spotted. I think they have two cases that, from what I'm seeing in my information in Canada, uh, obviously it's coming to the United States. It's going to be a thing. And uh, your your thoughts in broad about what we're seeing with Omicron, the, the market's uh, reacted very negatively toward it on Friday. The markets are doing much better today. What are your thoughts in general on Omicron? Well, first of all, it would have been a much better name than Meta for Facebook to change, right? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> yes. Just forget that you know it's now the virus name. But you know, I think it's one of the Greek letters, right? It is. How they got it. Is. They skipped a few, and then they just picked this one. I don't know why they picked this one, but it, it oh, got the, there. The charge is that the letters that they skipped over invoked China and President Xi. Yeah, which I think it's pronounced Kai in the Greek alphabet, but right. nonetheless, which, they got which, to Omicron. Right. Which, which uh, of course, brings up the you know the, the uh, first of the conspiracy theories that we'll get to on this. That, just, that ain't I, the only one. I'll well, just say on. that, but I just I just want to say this. I've never heard, like, on any college campus anywhere, there was no Greek, there was no fraternity sorority that used Omicron, right? It was all, they never used that letter when they had their shit, right? Mm. It was always Gamma, Lambda, it was Chi, it was Psi. They would do all that shit. Never Omicron. Always Omega. Omega was in there, but I never fucking Omicron. Not one time. Well, I, I don't know that alphabet at all, but so both of those are O's, so I don't yeah. get it at all. No, <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. Right. But of course, back in, in Greek days, there were more letters. Don't you know you have to adjust for the number of letters? What was the Greek population? What was that Greek population? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, well, cl clearly, it's already here, and we just don't know it yet. And there will be, at some point, it could be later today or tomorrow, the next day, the announcement and the letters will be on a billboard near you as big as King Kong's brain. They'll be huge. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be gigantic. And uh, hopefully we've learned this lesson because we've had this happen a couple of times now with other mutations that just because you officially discover the first few cases and it'll be in South Carolina or Arizona, it doesn't matter. That, that doesn't change anything from the way it was you know two hours before it's just that that we have you know physical confirmation of what we know and we also know that this attempt to close the the, the barn door after the horse is out never works this shutting down countries trying to shut down travel after people have already been moving around with something that we didn't know existed for whatever amount of time it just doesn't work and and i have a lot of sympathy for South Africa on this. Oh, oh and by the way, since we're into since I'm in a complete nitpicking today, I would like to let the media, the media, know that there is a difference between South Africa and Southern Africa. Mm -hmm. Southern Africa True. is 
the lower part of that continent. It includes many countries, eight right. or ten countries. South Africa is the name of one, a country. One country. And listen to the ignorant morons in broadcasting <laughs> who talk about these countries in South Africa are now not allowed to fly. Really? Mm -hmm. Are you that dumb? Do you not know? The answer is yes, they are, and they don't know. But back to the point. Back to mm -hmm. the point. Um, uh, I think that what this really does is it shines the important spotlight on what really matters, which is that at least half of the world has yet to get any vaccine, right. let alone just that meaningless statistic, how many have at least one shot. I don't know why we even bother with that one. Um, but half the world is not vaccinated. Much of that is in in Africa and uh, in in Asia and among the and I'm not sure whether we should even count ourselves among the developed countries anymore. Do you think the United States is a developed country? I think we're pretty fucking undeveloped because you know we're at the bottom of the list of the so-called rich countries right we are we're the, well, the we're like 60 percent total pop so we have all these resistors here and by the way in south africa the country not south africa the play or not south africa the book yeah or but in in south africa where they they do have a very you know well-developed medical establishment it's a modern country but at the same time it's a very poor country mm -hmm. still very divided and you know all kinds of problems. It's weird. Um, uh, the United States used, used to be a developed company uh, country, and then the internet came along, and the internet is actually what undeveloped us. It, wait, wait. Is there a word called de-develop? <laughs> like de double developed. <laughs> we're, uh, we're, we've regressed. We've regressed. Yeah. Anyway, for South Africa, South Africa um, uh, discovers it first. You know this this new strain. And they do exactly what we want them to do, which is make it public, get the information out there so other countries, the drug companies, can all get to work very, very quickly, as quickly as possible to address it. And our first response is to say, well, obviously you started it. It's like the Spanish flu. Let's blame the Spanish for the Spanish flu of 1918, or as Trump says, 1917. Let's let's blame a country. So they're they're complaining that they're being singled out for actually doing the right thing. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's it's like throwing the second punch in the NBA. It's the second guy that always gets the it gets suspended unless you're LeBron James. Ooh, shots fired. Um, um, so I, I think they have a they have a valid complaint here for for doing the right thing, um, but we're, we're definitely on this faster, and the stakes, while they're as high if not higher, because we don't know whether it's going to produce uh, more disease that is more difficult to treat, mm -hmm. whether it really really spread, spreads that much more quickly, it might. Mm -hmm. um, and whether the current vaccines are as effective or at least effective enough against it, we don't know all those answers yet. No. Um, but I think we're doing as good a job as we can. But the fact that not just the United States, the whole developed world 
while we said it was critical to get the world vaccinated, no one's safe until everyone is safe. All those wonderful cliches we've been hearing for a year. Now it turns out, yeah, you know, that's right. South Africa is a kind of a first world and a third world country rolled into one. And they have more vaccine resistance there than maybe any country on earth because of the history of apartheid and not trusting mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the established authorities on anything. So if we're going to have all these people around the world, no matter what you say, no matter what you tell them, they say we're not going to get vaccinated. I'm not quite sure where that leaves the rest of us, except to just keep following the, the best science that we can and, and, and try to convince them. But if we're a year into this, we're, we're almost a year into the knowledge of the vaccine and barely half the world is is vaccinated and the other half of the world is now this laboratory that will just keep producing new mutations mm-hmm. and they're going to keep showing up. So we have to figure out a way to live with this. But it's it's again the the solution you're talking about. It's the lockdown stuff is not the solution. It's it's a tool in the the Swiss Army knife. But the answer is always so boring, Brad. And people don't want to do it. And no, we don't learn. Got to wear your mask. Got to get vaccinated. Got to wash your hands. Stay inside when you can. Don't get into huge groups and start coughing on people and breathing on people. And people don't want to hear that. There's so much fatigue with that. But that's that's the exact answer. That's what's going to keep this thing under control. Right. Yeah. There's no. And, and and plus, so far, nothing has really changed in terms of who is dying. Certainly in the United States mm-hmm. uh, from this, it's it's almost exclusively the unvaccinated. Mm-hmm. But the number of breakthrough cases just continues to, to go up. The Delta version is, is a tough one. It's a tough one. But if you're vaccinated, pretty good chance you're not going to die. Right. Pretty good chance you're not going to be in the hospital. Pretty good chance your symptoms are going to be handleable uh, at home, even if you're miserable for 10 days or two weeks. Uh, and that's the point. And that hasn't changed. And that's not likely to change almost no matter what we find out here over the next few weeks about the uh, new version, the uh, Omni, is it Omnicron? Omicron. There is no N. Omicron. Which yes. again Sounds like an ad agency too, right? It does. Uh, but uh, there are various conspiracy theories that have been floated about uh, this Omicron. One of them is from, the, you'll remember the former physician to the White House, the guy who pronounced Donald Trump the healthiest man ever to hold the office of uh, president. Uh, how, long Jackson. Was, how long was he supposed to live, Britt? How long was, was Trump going to live? 120. I think 120 was what we were predicting. I thought it was 200. Might be 200. Uh, Ronnie Jackson, who, who now finds himself a congressman from West Texas, he says this is the middle midterm election variant, and the Democrats have dreamed up this particular variant in order to win midterm elections because uh, this is going to be more mail-in va- uh, voting, and that's where the Democrats cheat like motherfuckers, and that's Ronnie Jackson, and he has a lot of people who are also signing off on this as well, Brad. Well, let me just say this. Sometimes <laughs> something out of the past has to be buried and reformulated for the present. And the phrase wacko jacko used to apply to who? Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson. The late Michael oh, Jackson. The late Michael Jackson. Now, Michael Jackson has been dead for at least, what, 10 years? Sure. So I think we can move the phrase wacko jacko. 
the Ronnie Jackson to former White House uh, physician and remember who hired Wacko Jacko to be the White House physician. It was Barack Obama. This is a thanks Obama. And I've never heard anybody question Obama directly about what his relationship was with Ronnie Jackson. Was he a, a much more responsible person? Has he lost his mind? Has he yeah. been drinking all this time? Has he used drugs? I mean, because I, I can't imagine Obama abiding by someone who we've seen his public behavior, certainly, uh, over the last five, six years, be unbelievably erratic and undependable and incompetent that Obama would allow this guy to examine him or, or render judgment on him. But touch again, him. That's, another, even, that's another book. That's another book. Don't even touch me, Ronnie Jackson. And where the fuck did you get your medical degree from? Right, oh, right. right. So, um, uh, so he, he, uh, of course gets himself a, uh, uh, a sweet gerrymandered gig down in uh, the land yeah. of, of Texas yeah. and lands in, in Congress, which kind of the last refuge, I guess, for people who have nothing else to do. Right. I don't know. It, it, it's, it's kind of beyond belief. And, uh, now he's, he's so Trumpy that they're like, it, it almost redefines it that, that yeah. you would, uh, that you would be this way. And, uh, he's full conspiracy theory on this but just just think for one second and and uh we know that the democrats are just the most brilliant strategists they are they are five steps ahead of all oh of us clearly the way they think about oh. shit right they, oh right, easily so, so only only congressman ronnie wacko jacko jackson can see around corners <laughs> and, and behind steel walls that have lead on them so that uh, no matter like superman, superman to realize right. that the democrats do have this brilliant idea that right now about one year out from the 2022 elections their best bet their best bet to hold on to to congress is to intentionally and by the way with help from countries all over the world volunteering to help the democratic party uh, start a new strain of the coronavirus to cause complete economic breakdown and lockdowns and the inability of people to move around. And my head's exploding just trying to think how stupid this is and how stupid we are, again, to even entertain what this guy is saying, because this is what they want. They, they want this out there in the water. They, they want it out there. They want to sow doubt in the whole system. They want to burn it down. You know, it's this is the Steve Bannon. This is the Steve Bannon playbook, and a lot of them have read it. I, I You know, a lot of uh, white power people read the Turner Diaries to get their ideas on, on how to overthrow the government. Right. That's the famous book. But uh, apparently a lot of these folks have read the, the book of Steve Bannon, which is, in the end, to throw as much shit at the wall as you can mm -hmm. and flood the zone with bullshit. That's what the Steve Bannon plan is. And that's what you see he's doing and Mark Meadows is doing and the rest of them are doing and trying not to cooperate with the House committee that has subpoenaed them 
and in Bannon's case, uh, gotten them indicted through the Justice Department. They don't care. No. They don't care. And um, this is kind of just a, an interesting little sidelight out there, this Ronnie Jackson thing down there in, in, in Texas, you know, throwing that out there on the floor and, and, and seeing where it will go. And the answer, of course, it goes nowhere, but it, 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 it speaks to, to a, a major problem, if I may, if I may add on right now. And I didn't see this until, oh, maybe yesterday or the day before, but uh, we have a, a relatively new letter that has been uh, sent out, put out there by, let's see, how many? It's 180 Congress people across the country, 180 people across the country, all Republicans, of course, uh, and it includes 30 members of 31 members of the North and South Carolina legislatures that uh, have put out their plan to still overturn the 2020 election for Donald Trump. <laughs> this was a couple days ago. Uh, and one of the people who is behind it here in, in our state, North Carolina, is that whack job from Gastonia, that Donnie Loftus, who was at yeah. the riot. The insurrection on yeah. January sixth. Yeah, he was there. He says he got gassed three times. Yeah, but of course he didn't approve of all the of all the violence that was there. Now, of course, all the states have done their own audits. Everything that, that there's nothing to the assertions that they make in this. You know, that, this is our historic obligation to restore the election integrity of the vote as the bedrock of our constitutional republic, blah, 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 just crap, just garbage, just garbage. Um, but they won't stop. No. They, they, they will not stop. And uh, this letter, at least in our state and in South Carolina, was not signed by the leaders of the uh, Republican houses, and uh, the, the the two Senate chambers, the two upper chambers in those. Well, states. I'm sure that in that case, they're going to sanction those people. The leaders are going to sanction those people that did sign that letter. Well, right? No, they'll do what they all they, they do. They'll do what Kevin McCarthy does. Nothing. They'll just nothing. say nothing. Zero. Um, but what what this really tells you and tells me and should tell you is that there is now a, a foundation, a bedrock of insanity in whatever is left of the Republican Party that is going to keep going. And I'm not sure how it gets stamped out. I don't know how you get them to participate in our system without threatening that very system on almost a daily basis. And why would you want to even be a part of a system that you don't believe in? What is that all about? But the fact that you know, here we are. We're coming. We're we're a year past the election, right? We're well mm. past a year past the election, and you're still you're still beating that dead horse. It's over. It's done. It was done by November 9th, right? November eighth, yeah. November 9th, when the final result was announced, and they've never stopped. And this is this is just throwing out as much shit as they can to keep the the doubt level as high as possible among people to undermine 
the country. James Madison had no idea that this is what would happen. He didn't. He just, no. he, how could he have known? It's, he it's impossible. Um, they, right. I mean, and the, the, there's a bit of projection here because some of the people now who can't get over it were the ones that were telling folks on the other side to get over it in the year 2000 when the election was clearly stolen from Al Gore. But now these are the people, these are the, the Republicans really are perfectionists when it comes to not being able to get over things such as the Confederate, you know, the Confederate flag in the Civil War. They, uh, they just can't get over anything ever. Well, yeah, yeah, and maybe that's the problem, that even that was starting to get a little bit long in the tooth after 150 years. We need something and, new we can't get over. Right, right. And, of course, the false equivalency to the year 2000 yeah. or the false equivalency to 2016 exactly. is just, it's just towering because after the, uh, the three months or the two months, I guess, it took for the Supreme Court to install George W. Oh, of course, if I use the word install, oh, oh there I go. So, so loaded. Uh, right, right. Um, that to this day, uh, there are Supreme Court justices and uh, other scholars of uh, equal rank and expertise. And I don't even think that the Supreme Court justices, you would say, are naturally the, the, the best experts in in, in election law itself uh, would say that, that that's one of the worst decisions in the history of the U.S. Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. It just was. Mm -hmm. It just was. But I don't recall after the final call was made and after within hours, Al Gore went on TV and made what had to have been the most impossibly difficult wow. speech of his life saying, I don't like it. I hate it. I happened. don't agree with it, but I accept it. No, what happened was Al Gore said, I want all of my followers to come down in their vegetable oil-filled mopeds, and I want them to storm that Capitol and break a bunch yeah, of fucking windows. Right. I see you're not exactly. remembering. You don't remember your yeah, history. I know. <laughs> I just I don't know what I was thinking. I must have been drinking. <laughs> That's right. what happened. And, um, <laughs> and that was it. There is no comparison. Just think about that. Um, yes. Are, are there always people who are pissed off about things of that sort? Yes. Britt, you're pissed off about um, the the uh, the game up in uh, in, in Massachusetts between yeah. the Raiders and the Patriots where it was yeah. snowing. I'll never get over that. <laughs> How, what was that? Twenty years ago already? Hey, it's like eight, ago. eighteen years ago, and eighteen yeah. or nineteen years ago. I tried no, to no, watch no. it. The, the NFL Network had it on like a couple of years ago, and I was, oh, I'll just watch it. I was like two seconds in. I'm like, fuck this. I can't. I can't watch this. Yeah. The can't. Patriots win, win all these games that way. So yeah, but but you you have managed to somehow move your life forward I since have. that moment. And I've and never challenged. I mean, I've never really challenged the outcome and like gone to the NFL offices and tried to burn them down and shoot people. You know, I haven't done any of that. Right. <laughs> somehow. So, th so that I think that's the the overall game that, that we should be aware of that we are in an unprecedented time of assault on the very idea of democracy as it has been practiced, but never perfected in the United States. We all like to say, well, this is an ongoing experiment. We're always trying to make it better. It's never perfect. And, and, and that's kind of the, the general green, even, in the face of the most violent, horrible protests or assassinations or anything, we say we're gonna we're gonna get through this. 
and and get to a better place. I don't feel that these people have that idea in mind in what they're trying to do here mm-hmm. in, in undermining the election, uh, in undermining the process of elections going forward, in trying to make it very clear that there is nothing, there is nothing that they will not do to uh, keep themselves in elective office and deny any Democrat from winning any election ever. By definition now, any Democrat that wins any race has, and this is down to the local level up to the U.S. Senate or governorships or the presidency, Democrats only can win by cheating. They're the cheaters. It's not us. And this is Orwellian projection crazed upside down twisting of of truth and they do it over and over and they they don't stop and the ronnie jackson thing is just a perfect little tiny example uh, just 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 another matchstick on the fire there to well you to get you get in these situations and people will tell you well that's just one guy and he's not a very powerful congressman whatever and then eventually they pull this thing a couple months down the road and they say to republican voters do you believe the democrats are making this up Try to win midterm, and and a surprising 30, 40, 50 percent of the people. Will, yeah, I think the Democrats will do that. I think that's that's what this is. So it's always, I mean, it's always from our point of view too stupid to talk about, but it always laces itself into the water supply every single time. There's no question that that this is so dumb that nobody could ever see this happening. But it always winds its way into the discussion, and and you eventually do have to answer this stuff. I mean. They, the game that they play is that, are you, you know, when when the crazy bus keeps going, are you going to get off on this stop? You're going to get off this stop. You're going to get off on this stop. You remember on January the sixth, Joe Manchin was hanging out with some Republicans, and they were seeing what was happening with people breaking windows, trying to kill Mike Pence, and et cetera, et cetera. And when everything kind of got under control, Mike Pence said, "Well, you, you, you boys, okay? Are you still going to challenge the election results?" And several of them were like, "No, we're good. We're out. We're going to." And even Lindsey Graham, "I'm out. I'm done." But the Josh Hawley contingent of the Republican Party was like, "Fuck that! I'm, I'm full steam ahead. I'm not off the bus. I'm, I'm, we're going to plunge this motherfucker off the cliff." So it becomes, I, I, it, it, it always has been for a number of years. The the BGs. I started a joke, and then after a while, it ain't a joke anymore. You know, but they continue to to play this thing time and time and time again. I found this was a very interesting article. It's actually in Salon. Uh, you know, Republicans hate freeloaders. They hate people who collect checks oh, without doing oh, anything. Oh, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> the Republicans just, they don't like it. The, 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 the person sitting on the couch smoking weed watching Maury Povich is, is like a thing when it comes to Republican voters. It's uh, often based in race, going back to the welfare queens of the, the Ronald Reagan era, right? They, they just don't like that. They are, they've changed the uh, unemployment benefits rule in places like Florida, Iowa, Kansas, and Tennessee. If you get fired or if you quit over a vaccine mandate, you can still get unemployment. Specifically, they've changed those rules so that people who were too stupid to get vaccinated can go ahead and collect unemployment checks. So Republicans are now <laughs> – they're motivating people to sit on their asses at home – and get other people sick, by the way, and, and get checks from the government. It's uh, well, it's and, unbelievable. And I, but 
uh, uh, by the way, I thought that was the Democrats' job. That's what I thought too. Again, the world is turned to upside Democrats down. Were, they, they, they didn't want anybody to work. They don't. They, they don't like jobs. They don't like exactly work. Get people free money. But uh, to add in, to add in the uh, current events sweetener of uh, quitting your job. Yeah. Because you refuse to be vaccinated. Right. Which, at least uh, in the world that I used to live in, I don't know, I think you lived in it too. The rule was, first of all, if you quit for any reason, you, you don't, don't get You don't get a check. You get nope. Right. nope. And, and uh, if, if you add this in now, you're taking it up to a whole new level. This is a whole new level using using a system of financial incentives yeah of taxpayer financial incentives in other words the vaccinated yeah are working and paying taxes that would go into the uh, part of the unemployment insurance fund that might then be turned around and used to pay people who are unvaccinated to leave their jobs and legitimately collect unemployment. I'm not sure. I'll, I'll give you 10 seconds. Can you think of something worse than that? Come on. <laughs> Forget, it. Forget it. Forget it. I'm not even going to try. It. That's ridiculous. No. That's it's 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 an unbelievable standard that they set, so, but they're following again. They're following this bullet train right down to hell. But the, these are uh, uh, unitary Republican-controlled states, right? Where where the governor and the yeah. legislature name the, name those states again, so we're we're sure that we're right when we say this. It was Tennessee, Florida, yeah. Iowa, yeah. Kansas. Yeah. They have yeah. changed their unemployment insurance rules to allow workers who are fired or quit over vaccine mandates to receive benefits. This is a, also Axios is reporting this. Right. Kansas might have a Democratic governor, but he might be a squish. He yeah. might be a squish rollover. And he, he might be under a situation where his veto might not mean anything. But I, the other states are definitely 100% Republican. I know. La Laura Kelly is the governor of the great state of Kansas. She is a Democrat. Is, yeah. Yeah. And of course, um, by the way, we can, you can put that up in the things that I know, information that I know that really does me no Yeah, good. that's not going to make you any money at all. That's, that's there, always, there's there's that's, no value. That's the that. shit that's in my head. I've got a lot of stuff in my head, but none of it can make me a damn bit of money. That's that's what happens to me. She, uh, you, you right. recall this because she was the one that recruited that crazy ass Chris Kobach. She was the one that beat that guy who was completely and totally insane. So yeah. all she had to do was be slightly less crazy than that son of a bitch. And then she was okay, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's that 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 is what's happening. So yeah, the, again, these are among the things that are uh, too stupid for us to talk about, but yet they are, you know, they're they're things that meander and make themselves part of the discussion, part of the vernacular, and part of uh, the narrative that's going on. Uh, as people now, people were able to get the things that they needed for Thanksgiving to eat. I think so. Despite so. Joe Biden trying to destroy this economy, right? right? You know what? I'm glad you brought that up because uh, considering the torrent, the fire hose of bullshit news that people were just not going to, first of all, they weren't going to be able to, 
to go places. Gas was too high. No one was right. going to travel. Of course, that turned out to be true. More people traveled this time than, than ever before, right? Going back right. a couple of years. And more people flew, and, and, and everybody sucked it up, and everybody was able to get the – I mean, you, you walked into any grocery store, at least in our area, the day before Thanksgiving. I know this because I was in them. Was there were more turkeys. There, you, you could, there were a zillion turkeys. What, what was the fake turkey shortage story all about? Could you I explain feel, that one? What I don't know. Was, was I got like feel, a war on Christmas? Was that a fake yeah. war on Christmas kind of story? Well, we, we make these jokes all the time, and they turn out to be absolutely real. And then now I think they're running with the ball that you know Joe Biden's trying to kill the supply chain so that people won't worship God and be able to celebrate Christmas and have, you know, toys for their kids and shit like that. And that's, I, I, I got the feeling that they were all these turkeys finally made it and they had to like just destroy, cut the price amazingly, like on Saturday and Sunday and today in order to get rid of this shit. Right. And then they, they were left with like way too many turkeys in the store. I, I, I do have a solution to the uh, nightmarish unprecedented supply chain problem leading up to Christmas, which is going to destroy it for millions of Americans who will be unable, unable to get the things that they want and that they need so that their families can have a very happy Christmas morning when the kids come down early and tear open those presents. Here's an idea, uh, because now, of course, there won't be any presents, right? That's mm -hmm. what we're led. They're just uh, uh, shit. You can't get it. Nothing is moving out of China. Not blah, blah. Okay. What's Here's the solution? Hit, hit me with the solution. Go to any store, yeah. any store. Yeah, it can be a big one, it can be a little one, it can be a medium-sized one. Go in there and buy something that you see. <laughs> this is an idea. Yeah. You buy it when you see it, and you take it home, or you get it wrapped there in the store. They'll charge you to to wrap it. They're very yeah. good at that. Yeah. They, they do that. Yeah. And you take it home. And here's a here's this thing. I know this stuff. You hide it. No. So, so that the kids don't see it. Where's a good place and, to hide it? Like a closet, attic, basement. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, maybe in the trunk of the car. It doesn't matter. Uh, and then on Christmas Day, you take it out and you put it under the tree, and you've solved the supply chain problem. Stunning. In other words, stunning. How, this is the uh, the broad idea. Why don't you just select from what is there? This is like a mass well, you can't cabbage that. patch doll crisis moment for America. Remember you when you that. had to have what, whatever you know, there were yeah, Pikachu or whatever the po yeah, whatever the whatever shit year was. You know, Beanie Baby, no Beanie Babies. Tickle me, tickle yeah. me, Elmo. That was a big one. Yeah, believe me, when your kid is, I have two. One's twenty nine. One's thirty two. Um. Whatever happened under the Christmas tree or the Hanukkah bush or whatever it was Hanukkah when they were five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> by the way, by the way, Hanukkah Charlie, you know who Hanukkah Charlie is. I don't he's, know Hanukkah Charlie. He, he's Santa Claus's Jewish friend. Um, <laughs> if Hanukkah Charlie disappoints when your kid 25 years from now is, is the age of my kid, whatever happened will not will not come back to haunt them or you. They will not hold it against you. Whatever you got them, it will be long forgotten. Are you sure? Kids will get over it. Are you so sure? So go buy that's not, whatever see, the hell is there. 
But that Joe Biden can't make a speech and go, oh, would you guys stop whining? There's a lot of good shit out there. Just pick some of the good shit. He can't, he can't say that. I mean, he I should. Know, he we, should. But why, can we, but why can we say that for it? Why can't we a podcast? We're not a podcast. You may have missed this. Everybody may have missed this on Friday because they were living their lives and doing more important things, possibly traveling and so on and so forth. That weekly jobless claim plunged to the, the lowest level in more than 50 years. Now, I know it doesn't count because the population of the United States 50 years ago in 1969 was way less than it is today. I, I, again, but the narrative that Joe Biden is fucking everything up, he's a bumbling idiot, he doesn't know what he's doing, this economy, all of this shit. Look at that. 1969, Brad. Lowest level since 1969. That's impressive. Well, of, of course it is, but it means nothing when people every day when they leave their house see, you know, 387 for gas. Yeah. It means nothing to them. They, they, they do not care. You're, you're not going to have an intellectual economic discussion with people who uh, are, are working and trying to make ends meet, however difficult that is, to uh, tell them that because the number of people who uh, – uh, the number of jobs, uh, what what the fuck number was that, 199? 199, 199,000 people. Yeah, uh, is the lowest since 19, uh, they don't care. It means nothing. It's just, a, it's just a bit, you know what it's like? It's as meaningless to most people right now, day to day, as it's going to be meaningless when we do get to a million people dead in this country. No. Coronavirus, because what is it about seven seventy five, seven eighty right. right now? Right. So we're we're on the road to one million, uh, almost no matter what. And you know what? It won't mean anything. It, it won't mean anything unless why, you know somebody. Why are the died. Democrats not any good at getting the messages out like that? Like the unemployment thing down. The, you know, I know inflation's not a great thing right now. Why are the Democrats not good at not very good at telling stories when they get positive news like that? It. I, well, they're just not as good as liars. Uh, they're not as good at distorting. Yeah. They're not. Yeah. They're not, and they overthink things. Um, but the the fact is, you know, if you can't do it in a three word slogan, uh, the American people, for the most part, will not want to digest it. They don't want to hear it. Gas prices high. That's it. Meat too expensive. Right. Right. Rent, too high. Too damn high. Got kicked out. Yeah. Can't buy car. No babysitters available. <laughs> if any more than three words, and you can't do it. Well, the unemployment rate is the lowest it's been actually since uh, early in the Trump. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, because my raise... Uh, you know, I'm already. I've seen a couple of these letters to the editor already from from old people on Social Security. They're already bitching. Listen to this. They are already bitching that Social Security, which is going up, I think five and a half percent, starting in 2022, because where inflation has been, that's how they calculated. Mm -hmm. They're already bitching that that it's not enough because. The you know they also have to pay for Medicare, and that the cost of Medicare is going up by, you know, forty dollars. You know they're 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 making this calculation. Say it's not fair. It's not fair, and so that overrides any other economic number for a 
ton of people, a ton of people, because all they see is what is in their life. And that's understandable, and that's how most people vote. Yeah. Um, but then if Republicans do that and Democrats do that, Republicans are also better at adding on the social issues yeah. and the wedge issues because Republicans do and have been voting for 40 years on right-wing judges. Yeah. Elect me. And we will reverse Roe versus Wade. That's it. They go, they've been going on that one for 50 years. And it, it it's effectively possibly about to happen. I mean, you know, Clarence Thomas could just have a heart attack and drop that right there. His, his dying wish to overturn Roe versus Wade may about to be happening with the Mississippi case that they're hearing. I think, is it this week or next week? Is yeah, it's pretty soon. Um, so, you know, the Democrats try to appeal to your head, the Republicans appeal to your gut mm. and people vote on their gut. They don't appeal on op-ed pieces in the New York times. They mean nothing. They just don't mean anything. And, um, you're going to have to get past that. You're going to have to get past that. I did see one, one final piece. I, I just saw it. I think Matt by today in the Washington post, he said, God damn it. They're, they're trying to throw Joe Biden overboard already, the Democrats. They're already throwing in the towel on this guy again for the Jesus. hundredth time. Oh, when are they going to learn their fucking lesson? Don't give up on Joe Biden. Do not give up because now it's, well, of course he's not going to run. He can't run. Why would he run? He'd lose if he ran. But he's the only guy that can beat Trump. If Trump runs, my head is about to explode, and, and I am not. And you have not heard on this brand of Britcast us giving up on Joe Biden or attacking him for all of the spurious reasons that are are out there. There it is. The headline from Matt Bai in the opinion piece. Panic Democrats are ready to shove Biden aside uh, again. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because, it, you know, done it several times. They did it in the, the, the uh, 80s, uh, you know, with the plagiarism thing, all, all this kind of shit where they've, they've thrown Biden overboard and he never got any traction. And he finally stuck with it long enough and got elected president. This is not when you throw in the towel on him. Now, it is certainly possible. It's certainly possible in the next three years he really will decide that um, he, he just doesn't have whatever it takes to continue to be president physically. That's certainly possible. And no one would fault him if he said, I would love to do it, but I, I think I, I, I just can't get there. Because I, I, I know you've seen this. Jimmy Carter, I think it was two years ago, when Carter was a young, sprightly 95, <laughs> um, uh, Carter was asked. Yeah. And I think he was asked about Biden. He was. Or Trump. He said. This, this was attempted to be shoved up Biden's ass, by the way. Right. Uh, uh, Carter said, you know, I, when I was 80, there's no way I would have had the energy to be president. That was right. Jimmy Carter speaking for himself. Yeah, he would have been about as um, as energetic an eighty year old as you could ever imagine. Jimmy Carter would have right. been as well. But that but that was just him. But that was his own thing. But if if Joe Biden makes the decision that uh, he can do it and he checks out with the doctors, um, you know, uh, he'll he'll probably run again. And of course, now it's being framed as uh, well if he doesn't run, and automatically uh, Kamala Harris is not the anointed one, then. The Democrats are more racist than the Republicans. They're already setting that up. 
Yeah, they Holy are. Holy shit. 